Izzy, the prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. This is the accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me, my Facebook for Friday day. Alright guys, All right, guys. welcome to episode 62 of A Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast where right before, literally while it was going, counting down 5, right, 4, guys. 3, right, 2, guys. 1, welcome Brandon to decides to put on episode the stupidest mask I've ever seen in my life. Brandon, what are you doing right now? You literally sat here for half an hour in silence and you decided to put on this mask. What is this? Kenny Majid, it is the new year. It is time for a new beginning. Fire Brandon as co-host. Let him sleep. Put on your mask. And join the Dark Order. Brandon, the last thing I want to do is join the Dark Order right now because that's the creepiest thing I've ever I've ever seen in my life. But are you are you a big fan of this Dark Order stuff that's going on, Brandon? Because I you fell asleep on that last episode of AEW for 2019. So uh, I just realized I, I put this mask on upside down. <laughs> God damn it! That's that's a perfect way to start off the new era of the podcast, Brandon. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, we have new logos. Uh, we have a new podcast cover. If you're listening in Audio Land, you'll probably recognize that. Uh, we have a new look, Brandon. I have a new aesthetic oh, look myself. At that. Yeah, I have a new aesthetic. You can see if you look up at my in my nose right here. On the video version, you can see there's a little addition right there, brother, brother. Look at that. Let me tickle it. Oh, speaking tickle, of tickle, uh, tickle. speaking of tickling nose rings, <laughs> how about we're supposed to go do some commentary for Knockout Wrestling? Which so I, yeah, but I so I have to show up at this dude's house at twelve o'clock. We're supposed to leave. <laughs> you want to <laughs> you want to tell this story right off the bat? I might as well. <laughs> The, 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 the stupidest thing I've ever I've ever seen happen in my life, and I'm not even faulting Brandon for this. It, it was a situation where, literally, ego ego triumphed over common sense because uh, I had you can see my earrings right now. I have like uh, I don't know if you actually I don't know if you can see them. I have I have these earrings that kind of have these little balls that you have to kind of screw in. And uh, I told Brandon I was like I can't get it myself. Can you can you help me out? So Brandon's sitting there trying to screw in. Uh, these little balls on, on, on my earring. Um, it's not funny. You know what I realized? It's not a funny story now that, now that we te- we're telling it. We were like literally like in kissing distance to each other. Right. Brandon's like, Brandon's like, like holding my ear. Like, yeah, yeah, Brandon's holding my ear. And he's just trying. And he's trying. And then he drops the little <laughs> tiny. Like, And I'm talking about this thing is like the, the size of like a sprinkle. Like it's tiny. And uh, so Brandon and I are on our hands and knees and we're crawling and we're trying to find this. He finally finds it. He, he puts it in my ear. He gets one in. The second one, he drops again. It was, it was just a nightmare. And it was like literally it took an hour of our time to like fix my earrings before we even remotely got on the road to go to knockout. So knockout, I apologize. That is that if we were late. Uh, this just was so like- Kenny could impress some random wrestler somewhere. Just impress some, some, of the, some of the female wrestlers, brother, brother. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This guy had to pretty up. He had to put in all of his jewelry, all of his piercings. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, it really it took like an hour. It, 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 so Brandon's trying to make it seem like it was me that, that did this. It, it really came down to like male ego. <laughs> like Brandon, Brandon and I got into the zone of like, we, we will not leave until this is done. Uh, so literally, it was it was just all ego, and it it was the it was the stupidest thing ever. But this is also, uh, this is also how I know that we're really good friends because there was no like like to hell with this. This was like we're gonna get this done, and then we're gonna leave. Uh, Brandon, so Fernando Velasquez, aka WrestleMart for three three three, has joined us for the first time in twenty twenty. Oh, look at he that. says, "What's up, boys?" Brandon, you got worse. <laughs> he says, "Brandon looks creepier with a mask on." Brandon, the cheap knockoff, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he and he continues like this. So that's right. Happy New Year, uh, everybody out there. I can't believe it's been a while, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole aesthetic of the of the podcast has has changed i mean we have like i said a new logo um 
I have a nose piercing for some odd reason. <laughs> Brandon's even creepier than he was in the last decade. Uh, and I make it a point, by the way, I am, I'm not going to say, because uh, last year I was saying 2020, like 2020 without the T. I am going to make it a point to say 2020 because um, Barbara Walters uh, is... is <laughs> Because I, I, I'm going to make sure to honor Barbara Walters, who's not dead, by the way. Her, she, and, <laughs> she and Hugh Downs, for, for you youngins out there, for, for you youngins, they're the hosts of 2020 on ABC years ago. Oh, man. And both of them made it to 2020. I mean, uh, Hugh, Downs is like, <laughs> Hugh Downs is like 98 years old. And, uh, and uh, Barbara Walters is like 92. And they both made yeah. it to the new decade, brother, brother. I can't believe we grew up watching those two. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Absolutely I'm, ridiculous. I'm Barbara Walters, <laughs> and this is twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. She's so uh, proper. Yeah. She's so yeah. proper. Oh, make sure you write out twenty twenty on your checks and yes. stuff. Yes, yes, guys. <laughs> that is legitimate, le- legitimate advice from from Brandon. This is probably the smartest thing he's ever said on the podcast. <laughs> if you're going to uh, write the year. Please, for the love of God, write 2020 because people are filling things in. If you're putting just 20, they're adding 18 or 19 or whatever <laughs> afterwards and defrauding people. So uh, that's horrible. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, before we get to the meat potatoes, I do want to say uh, here we go. shout out. Yeah, shout out to uh, Knockout. I mean, we got there. We almost died on the way back, but. We got yeah, Brandon, Brandon's tire was screeching the entire time. Every time Brandon's just literally driving straight like that. And I'm like, are you falling asleep? Because I'm thinking he's no. swerving. And no, no. And no, he's actually just driving. And the car's going. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to die. Like, this is. We barely made it into 2020. And we, <laughs> we are going to die on January 4th. But, yeah, you're yeah. saying shout out to Knockout. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The event uh, was cool. They, they were in a different location than the one I was at the last time, so it was cool, man. They had they had a good crowd there. Uh, the actual in ring work was it was stellar. Was, was uh, solid. Yeah, yeah it, was it was one stellar. of those things where it was one of those things where I, for, <laughs> I almost forgot they were calling the action a couple times because as a yeah. fan, I was just like, oh, this is awesome. And hopefully yeah. you can hear some of our commentary because you can hear us mark out like where there's a lot of suicide dives and stuff. And we're like, oh, my God, you know, and so, but yeah, it yeah. was crazy. But people were people were legit messing themselves up. Out yeah. There, so yeah, I shout guess out, you'll see it. Yeah. Whenever shout you out to, uh, well, yeah, let me not mention who got hurt yeah. because I think you probably should see it organically. But shout out right, to right, the right. two specific uh, specific people. That I'm thinking of tough as nails. Are they doing uh, okay? Yeah, uh, they're, they're from what I heard, I well, I haven't heard much. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. oh, I've okay. heard they're good, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't, don't know. try this at home. Do children. not try this at home. It's professionals. And uh, and, uh, so Slam Hub Wrestling asks: Is Brandon's New Year's resolution not to wear five XL shirts? It should be Brandon. Brandon, if you go on social media, Brandon is when he wears a medium, he shows off the guns. You know, <laughs> Brandon's Brandon's pretty legit. You know. He's pretty legit. Brandon, Brandon's a lot more ripped. Like, if you look at this podcast, I got nothing, but I look more ripped than Brandon. And that's just the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, Brandon, little Can sidebar. We... I took the day off tomorrow, so I'll see you at uh, Meditation, brother, brother. <laughs> oh, ah! I got to play. Oh, yeah. wow, wow. So twenty. So nothing's changed from the last decade. <laughs> I, I take time off to spend with Brandon. It's something that he told me to go to, and then he's like, well, I, yeah, "I gotta." I was, he's like, "I gotta play. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I can't attend the thing that I told you to take time off of work to attend." Nothing has changed <laughs> in our friendship. Let's talk about our friendship. Actually, let's talk about our friendship. Let me, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened. Right. So I, I, after this hour long earring debacle, uh, <laughs> we finally get on the road. And Brandon's tire pressure is just like nothing. And, Bre- and I'm like, Brandon, just pull into the wall. That's free air. And Brandon's like, no, we ain't got time for that. And I'm like, just pull in. And so he pulls in. And then the worst part of it is like, I go and I'm like, I'll pull into, you know, I'll fill your air. And Brandon's like, uh, all right. Brandon's like, all right. And he, and he flicks a five cents at me. And then he just walks away. <laughs> and then he just walks towards the store. And it, it, really, it was really like, it, it just made me feel like, I don't know. Like his bitch boy. It's like, 
he just told me go fill my t- go. He he told me specifically. I remember he said fill my ire fill my tires toots. And I was like, <laughs> you know, the same way the same way he talks to Drew, Drew's wife. He talks to uh, me. Oh, Nothing's changed. Nothing's changing, Brandon. He was like, fill my tire toots. It, like, it, it was really degrading. That's right. And then tell them what you did to me right afterwards. <laughs> tell them tell them what you did with the oh, with the iced tea. I didn't do anything with the IC, all right? So, look, he's pumping my air. He volunteered to do it. So, it was taking a little bit. Because so I'm a like, good hey, friend, you know right? Wait, wait, Because I'm a good friend. I volunteered <laughs> to pump the air. And he just and degraded he, me yeah. while I was doing it. He's pumping the air, and I'm like, it's taking a little bit. I'm, I'm a little parched. Like, we got a long drive ahead. So I'm like, oh, let me run to the store and grab myself a drinky drink. All right. And so I go. Now, wait, wait. Now, here, guys. Let me, let's poll the audience right now, everyone in the chat right now. Guys, oh, if on. you were if you had a friend, if you had a friend who was pumping your tires, it has has the goodness in his heart to be pumping your tires, and you're going to get yourself a drink. Everybody in the chat, what would you do for that friend that is pumping your tires? What what at least would you offer uh while they are pumping the air into the tires? <laughs> Alright? If look, you look, said I... if you said you would offer to get them a drink. You would be correct. That would make you a decent human being. Not Brandon, however. Brandon goes and gets an Arizona iced tea, comes back. I got soot and the nasty tire <laughs> jizz all over my hands. Brandon didn't have even have the decency to get me like a, a wet paper towel or something. I, it's pouring rain, and I'm sitting there trying to like pump his tires. That, that's also something to mention. It's pouring rain, and I'm trying to pump his tires. He comes back with an Arizona iced tea, and I look at him like... <laughs> Thanks for thanks for bringing me one, and uh, you see Fernando says like if they, quick... he would Fernando says he would ask if the person needs help or maybe buy them a drink or ice cream. You see, Brent, uh, he understands ice cream I need or to coffee ice cream or coffee. Works. But but speaking of coffee, speaking of which, yes, no, 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 right. let, no, no. Go ahead, Brent. You tell this. you tell your story. You tell it, and <laughs> I will correct it. Like I, like he he volunteered to pump the air. I didn't feel like I was obligated at that point then to get him anything. I thought he was doing all right. He did a good job. So I come back and get in the car. I'm enjoying my tea, and he's giving me he's giving me shit for not getting him anything to drink. All the while, he's got a cup of coffee sitting in the cup holder next to us. I'm like, oh wait, you already got a drink. All right, so let's so let's now let's correct it because what he's really gonna... happened was I'm giving Brandon shit. He's like trying to make excuses, right? You could see the gears turning, right? He's not very smart, but you could see the gears turning. He's like, he's like, uh, uh, and so I go and I start taking a sip of my coffee, and his exact response was, "See, you see, you got a coffee, man." So it wasn't. So if you realize, if you realize, if you're into psychology, what happened with Brandon is that he finally found his scapegoat. So it's not that he actively had been thinking, oh, Kenny has a coffee. I'm not going to buy him a drink. It was like, well, oh, I could use the coffee as an excuse for why I didn't buy the drink because he had one the whole time. He he didn't realize that I had a coffee until <laughs> way after the fact. So he's trying you know, to absolve. Think- no, he's trying to absolve himself of, of the no. crime that he committed. But in reality, I subconsciously, I knew you had a coffee. I just sort of I forgot. I think subconsciously, you're an I asshole. Knew it was back there. <laughs> <laughs> I think subconsciously, you're a horrible, horrible human being. <laughs> you sit there and you try to screw my earring in for an hour, but you can't. You can't buy a drink for a friend who's pumping air into your tires. Which let's talk. All right, let's talk. Yeah. The fact that. You, by the way, I'm getting text about from Hi Keyshawn because you're watching our live stream. Oh, hey, you're texting that. me about it. So hi, thank you very much, buddy. Um you, But what I was saying is what was oh, I? Oh Keyshawn, I got your hat. Hey look, Brandon's Brandon's got your hat. But dude, the thing is Dude, I can't believe the fact that you tried to make it seem like, oh well, Kenny had a coffee. So subconsciously subconsciously, you know, I knew that the whole time. No. Hi best, <laughs> hi bestie. We're gonna he say hi bestie, uh, so we're gonna do princess yes. under the chin. But seriously, man, Brandon, what the hell, man? <laughs> he's he's on <laughs> he's on the chat. He says, "Hey, my hat, gang, gang, gang." <laughs> yes, I oh, represent. Man. You see, but Keyshawn's a good friend. Keyshawn's a friend who would, if I were pumping air into his tires <laughs> and he was going to a gas station, he'd be like, "Hey, Ken, do you want something?" Instead, Brandon goes, buys himself an Arizona iced tea, comes back, and he's like, what? 
And then when I point out that you didn't like even offer, you're like, uh, and he sees me drink a cup of coffee. You're like, oh, you see, you had a coffee the whole time. A coffee. Ugh. Then we stopped. We stopped by McDonald's. Got yourself some food, huh? That was nice. I made you stop by McDonald's because I hadn't uh, yeah. eaten all day because we spent an hour <laughs> trying to put an earring into my ear. That's right. We did. We tried to make me look pretty for knockout. Of, of course, we tried to. Make, <laughs> here's the thing. We tried to make me look pretty for an off-camera role <laughs> on commentary. Dude, and we didn't. Like we, we weren't even supposed to. We brought suits. We were supposed to interview people. We brought suits, and uh, it just ended uh, up being. It was. A, it was. It was a little last minute. A lot of the stuff right. that happened at Knockout, and uh, I mean, the show. Show was good. I mean, a couple injuries happened, which was. Uh, but just, uh, we think we think some people there might have an eye for the old Maverick. Who who's this? <laughs> it looked like some friends there were trying to play matchmaker. Oh, okay. I know, I know what you're yeah. talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay, that was I, I was about to say like this is news to me, but now no, I know. So what you're maybe about. maybe the earrings worked and the nose ring, it paid off. The nose ring works, brother, brother. Um, I gotta stop saying brother, brother. That's just become my thing now. <laughs> What's going on, brother, brother? Yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, pretty, I don't normally watch NXT. You actually watched say, NXT. I, well, I didn't actually watch it, but... Let me guess, Tony Storm. Both, oh, my gosh, you ripped my mind. I knew it. I knew Brandon would be oh, would it. be thirsty for Tony Storm. We're connected. You said it earlier. You said there's some sort of energy connection between us. And you know exactly what's Well, you see, it sounds, it sounds weird it when you say it. it like that. Let me, let me, kind yeah. of, let me try to explain why, why this is. Uh, if you recall about two episodes ago, Brandon was sitting on my driveway for about half an hour, and I knew he was there. Even though he like he wasn't making a peep, I knew he was there. Uh, same thing the other night. He was driving to my house, and I said, "Hey, I texted him like almost doubtfully, and I was like, "Hey, if you're on the driveway, let me know." But I have a feeling you're just about to pull into my neighborhood, and then sure enough, Brandon pulls into my neighborhood. So it's like we always, I always know where Brandon is without asking, because yes. I'm a good friend who would offer you <laughs> a drink. In fact, Brandon, what was the first thing I did when you came over to watch AEW last night? Oh, he gave me a uh, glass of Coke. I think it was. I gave you a drink. Yeah, I gave you. Li- was... I gave you a libation <laughs> to sit on my couch. <laughs> that you did. It made sense there, right? Because like I came over, I was like a guest. You like service your guest. You don't. Right? S- you don't service the guy that's filling <laughs> air into your tires. No, well, I mean, if I volunteered to put air in your tire, maybe. I just, I, Brandon, I just don't understand. Like, like I thought, I thought 2020 would be complete. 2020 would be a completely different year, but no, it's apparently we're still same, same 2019 mentality. But guys, by the way, in the chat, please, if you're not subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this video and you are subscribed, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up button, especially if Brandon is a horrible friend. Brandon, thumbs this is up. this this is going to be the most thumbs up episode. <laughs> In the history of a Kenny Free Thoughts podcast. It's all about the algorithm, people. Thumbs up. Are we going to get the views up? And so, the subscri- do, we, do we meet our subscription goals? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We're, we're about 50 people away. 50 people away. 50 people, brother, brother. Let's do it. But Brandon. Yes. What do you want to talk about in the world wrestling? I know you want to talk about Tony Storm. I actually, yeah. I actually did not have not seen NXT yet. I'm going to see it right yeah. after, right after yeah. we go off air. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but she, she looks fantastic. So all you did uh-huh. was was go on Twitter yeah. and see Tony Storm's like <laughs> ass trending, essentially her she's, derriere. She's worldwide, and I'm like, you know, I should watch this. You know who so else was trending worldwide? Lars Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, why was Lars trending? Do you not know about uh, this? What what's going on with Lars? What is this about? Uh, let me let me try I've to be heard as, some things. Let me try, I, I don't know. Let me try to be all. as PC as possible. Uh, okay. So Lars Sullivan obviously has made a lot of racist and uh, a lot of homophobic remarks, and I think this is why everybody's making a big deal out of it. I don't think they would have been making fun of it if he hadn't made homophobic remarks. So a uh, quote unquote adult movie of the male on male nature was found featuring a young Lars Sullivan. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Was so, he looking jacked? I mean, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Oh. 
I mean, but uh, yeah, so so Lars Sullivan was trending for all the wrong reasons, and uh, a lot of people were making fun of him because yeah, it's like year ten years before that he was making comments about uh, like homophobic comments, and then he stars in a gay porn. Yeah. Uh, so he, he'd make a lot of money doing that, right? I, like, I heard that. Besides like, the point, I think it was just yeah. like the the hypocrisy of of it all. Of like, dude, like how <laughs> how did you do this? Like that's just yeah. Uh, the chat saying karma. Yeah, like you know, like what what's going on, man? Like of all the things, like so that makes me feel like all those comments he was making, maybe he was uh projecting a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The psychological term was projection, but uh, you know, it's a shame that society makes a guy like Sullivan feel that he has to, you know, project, deflect, you know, his true feelings. He just wanted to star in a couple movies, man. Brady, Maybe he enjoys it. Brady, are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. But but speaking of which, uh, so <laughs> I did want to show this. This is uh this is from our uh podcast page on Twitter, twitter.com slash Kenny Podcast. Go go ahead and, and follow us on Twitter. Come on now. Uh but yeah, so <laughs> I made this speaking of which <laughs> Uh, so this is Mojo Raleigh finding out or getting a glimpse of what's into Eric Rowan's uh, cage. So go ahead and watch it. Can I just take one look at what's inside that cage? Please. You know what? Help yourself. But don't tell. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> what the? What is wrong with you, man? What the hell? Yes. What? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Brandon. <laughs> Dude, Lars, Lars looked great with the with the head full of hair, man. Brandon, do you have a crush on Lars Sullivan? I mean, it's okay. I'm just saying, he had he had a nice do. <laughs> he he had, had a nice head of hair. Now all yeah. that hair went from here to his, his Amish beard and his, yeah, the rest of his body. Crazy. But uh Oh man. Yeah, man. Uh yeah, I mean <laughs> I it had to be done because once once it was like uh you know, he was scared of what was in there. I was like, "All right, I got the meme going right now." <laughs> I knew exactly what I was going to do. But dude, how about the poor guy that got splooged in the face? By Rowan's, uh, whatever's in Rowan's cage. Okay, that didn't go. I, that didn't go where I thought it was going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, like, that enhancement talent, dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he man. shows what's in there. Yeah, he gets the he gets the stuff in the face. That's crazy. Oh man, Speaking it all makes which, sense now. I mean, what what do you think? Uh, you know, to get into a different topic, what what do you think about the uh, the Lashley Lana wedding? Oh man, that's right. Suck it, haters. Lana was right. You were all wrong. Best segment in wrestling, but dude, of the year. But dude, here's the thing. It's like, it's like I wanted to crap on that segment, but for what it was, it was actually really good. Like, it wasn't meant to be like, like five, you know, five star TV. It wasn't meant to be, you know, the just the the most amazing thing. But literally, for what it was, for all the comedy segments and everything, it was it wasn't that bad. It was. It really wasn't that bad. It was good, man. I, I, I dug it out. <laughs> I mean, of course you I did. Guess, yeah, of course. It was right in my alley that I trashed TV stuff. The only thing that I'm a little bummed out about was yeah. that I think they still should have had uh, Liv and Lana kiss. And then maybe you can have Lana slap her off or something like that. But I think they should have had right. them at least kiss. I think that right. would have popped the crowd really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have popped the crowd, dude. I mean, it, it, it was already – a lot of people Everybody were saying it was – Everybody wanted it, yeah. no. I, I don't think, think so. There wanted it, man. They wanted the kiss at that moment. It of needed course. to happen. No, Brandon, only you wanted. Only you wanted the kiss. But <laughs> oh God, I, I don't kiss. know. I don't know. I'll, I'll let it see. I'll let, I'll let it uh, play out. I want to see where they're going with this Liv Morgan thing. But that was a weird, um, weird. What's the word I'm looking for here? I'm losing my vocabulary, Brandon. We've, we've been on vacation <laughs> for about two weeks in this podcast. I can't even talk, brother. 
Um, it was a weird way to bring her back. Yeah, mainly because they were, you know, building uh, all this hype with the promos and and the vignettes, and then all of a sudden they bring her back like this. It was almost like, why did they do the vignettes then? Like the vignettes didn't lead to this. Didn't seem right. like they were leading to this, but I mean, oh well. Uh, and yeah, people. <laughs> Fernando's saying that Liv saved it. I don't know if Liv saved it. You know what I mean? But uh, it it was it was all right. I thought Rusev saved it. I thought Rusev was the one who did good, but but fast forward to this week, and uh, <laughs> the preacher guy. Uh, did you see when AJ AJ Styles was leaving the ring and he hits the ring, and for some reason runs into the ring and security just tackles the preacher dude, not knowing that he was in the segment, so no one had privied the fact that he was supposed to be in the segment. So they they thought he's like I'm the I'm the preacher guy like uh, you know I'm in the oh, segment no. and uh, basically everybody everybody was just really confused. Uh, Wait, so that was legit. That, that was no, that, obviously not planned. They didn't know he was supposed to be wasn't supposed to be in that segment. Security security <laughs> thought it was a fan. Security thought yeah. it was a fan that had had jumped into the ring and obviously it wasn't uh, a fan. This this actually yeah. almost happened at knockout when Brandon tried to hit the ring. Yeah. Uh, Brandon tried to hit the ring to kind of like just for some reason Ultimate Warrior shake the ropes and then uh, yeah. they, went, they went to uh, they went to tackle him but Brandon ran out and ran run away. Dude, yeah, the preacher guy was getting that segment. You know, also was good was uh, her like first husband guy who came he out. Cut a he hell was of, good. I don't know. Yeah. If he's an independent wrestler, but he cut a hell of a promo. Like I was actually like, he was pretty good. Like. Like, you know, I, by the way, I'm drinking limited edition cinnamon Coca-Cola. I don't usually drink Coca uh, soda on this podcast or soda in general, but uh, I had to try the limited edition, brother, brother. You know, because I had to get, I had something. to get myself a soft drink because Brandon <laughs> wouldn't get me a soft drink when we went to uh, knockout wrestling. But oh, man. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he was pretty good on the mic. Um, yeah. Yeah. But. You know, there's something I want to talk about because uh-huh. you know me, I I like to be fair when it comes to the AEW versus WWE war, or the uh-huh. AEW versus NXT war, whatever war you want to say. Uh, the thing I don't like uh, is bias and hypocrisy. No matter which way it goes, I don't like if you're WWE biased or you're AEW biased. I think you should be able to be a wrestling fan and be able to say, "Hey, this is what's good with this company. This is what's bad with this company," and vice versa. The problem I have is a lot of people are giving Brock Lesnar crap. Uh, Brock Lesnar crap about the fact that he hasn't defended the WWE title. The Brock Lesnar crap about the you know fact that he had basically is on vacation at the end of the year. Uh, and one <laughs> one thing that was posted on social media today, which I'll call attention to, is uh, Riho, the AEW Women's Ch- Champion. Uh, she says, I will go back to Japan. So she's flying to Japan. What? She's pl- flying to Japan to, no, it's just, it's just, I don't want to say broken English, but she's just saying she's going to Japan. She's not saying I will go back to Japan. Wow. Um, yeah, but she's, she's going weird. to Japan and, and basically not defending the title for the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't get, I don't get why a lot of people will give Brock Lesnar crap for lack of defending the title, but then they don't give Riho crap. Now, full disclosure, I don't care. Full disclosure is that I'm actually okay when the champions aren't on TV every week. You see, I come from the old territory days, which let's explain what I what I what I mean by that. In the old territory days, uh, let's let's use Ric Flair as an example. Let's say the NWA. Let's say Ric Flair is your world champion. What you would do is you'd have your North American champion or your company champion. Let's say a Kerry Von Erich or a you know, another wrestler, um, your local guy as the guy for your company. But then you would have your NWA world champion, Ric Flair, come to town every couple of months and defend his title against your guy. The whole point was to make your guy look, your company's guy look better in defeat. Uh, But, you know, Ric Flair is the big boss, if you will, of the NWA world title. This This was a cool thing. This was a cool thing to see. You're a local guy facing the NWA world champion, Ric Flair, and not necessarily coming in on top, but going in uh, looking better afterwards than he went in. Now, everybody's so spoiled. And the problem is, to me, the Attitude Era and 
that sort of thing spoiled everybody because everything moved so fast. McFoley would win the title and lose it in 24 hours. Kane literally did that. He won it at a pay-per-view, lost it 24 hours later. Uh, these were things that people got used to. Everything was so fast-paced and everything was so uh, quick-moving. I am actually okay with Brock Lesnar being the big boss. If I wasn't, now here's the thing, if I were an active member of the roster, I would be frustrated because it means that I can't challenge for the world title. However, it also gives the, it gives time in this, in this case for the US title to be made to look like the main title on Raw. Um, you know, how seen, about that match, by the way? Right. Andrade and uh, Mysterio. Andrade, Andrade winning the the uh, U.S. title at a house show at Madison Square Garden uh, in the last couple weeks. I mean, the U.S. title is is looking better than it's ever looked. Brock Lesnar being away is because Brock Lesnar is an attraction. I don't think I would care about Brock Lesnar as much if Brock Lesnar were there every week. But because Brock Lesnar shows up every once in a while, it's a big deal. It's a big deal when somebody beats him. Now, granted, I will say I'm kind of sick that it's kind of gone on this long with Brock Lesnar. You know, I I think when Seth Rollins beat him, I thought they should have transitioned into something different. But we got Brock back as the big boss. But I'm just saying as overall, like, it's like the territory days. Brock Lesnar shows up and he's going to face the main guy on Raw. Do you know what I mean? That being said, same thing with Riho. It's like, it's a big deal. Riho's working for two companies. She's going back to Japan uh, and then coming back to work her AEW dates. I mean, I'm cool with it. She doesn't need to be on TV every week. I don't know why people think that, like, we need to have champions or certain wrestlers on TV every week. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think in the time that she's going to be gone, we're going to advance the feud with the uh, Nightmare Collective. We're going to see... Britt Baker, who was not, uh, you know, didn't come to the aid of the baby faces. We're going to see a development there. We're going to see uh, development of Chris Statlander. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's so much more to the women's division than the world. Sheeta. Th- than Sheeta, right? So we don't need to see Riho there. When Riho comes back, it's because someone has been built up enough to be the number one contender. So it makes sense. To me, it makes sense. To me, it makes sense. Um, for now, at least. And I think a lot of people are, are just crapping on it for no reason. That's just my opinion. But Yeah, no, yeah, you know, I, I agree with you on that. Um I think it's kinda it's all right for them to be away for a little bit. And like you say, you can focus on some other stuff on the card and build that up and bring that out. Uh oh, what did you think about that? didn't like Jericho and Moxley do some stuff too? Uh, I mean, they went to to Wrestle King. They were at Wrestle King. Yeah. But truthfully, truthfully, I didn't I didn't see. uh, Dude, it's been so busy. I mean, remember, January 4th was the day we went to knockout. So uh, there was no way in hell that I could stay up at 4 a.m. to watch Wrestle Kingdom like I've done in the past uh, and simultaneously go wake up to go to knockout the next day, especially when that earring debacle happened. (laughs) I, I mean, you know. It's uh, there. There was a lot of going on that day, you know. And I had betrayal of a friend, you know, who didn't buy me, wow. didn't buy me any uh, a drink. Or we're back on. Well, look. How about this? Uh, you, you were mentioning, you know, champions being away for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, even though you know Brock is, you know, away when he does come back, it's. I think you know he delivers. You know, at least on the match. That, and that's the thing. Uh, people. He's going to be number one in the rumble. Right. I mean, what, that's right. Let's talk. Big, let's yeah. let's get there. Let's get there. That's another yeah. big controversy. And I don't want anyone to think I'm a Brock Lesnar like Mark. I'm not a Brock Lesnar Mark. But it's like I think people unfairly give Brock Lesnar shit when they don't need to. Um, another big thing uh, development is that you know Paul Heyman announced that Brock Lesnar would be the number number one entrant in the Royal Rumble, and a lot of people automatically went, "Okay, well Brock Lesnar's the champion, so what the hell? That doesn't make sense." And it's like, well, you go you you go back to the beginning days of the Rumble before they had the stipulation that started in 1993. Come on, I know my stuff. I I, I know my WWF history, especially the Royal Rumble is my favorite event, by the way. So this logo that we have right here. Uh, our new logo, uh, it's 
it kind of means a lot more to me that it's uh, modeled after a certain event that I, I love, brother, brother. My birthday is January 19th, the same as Pat Patterson's, the creator of the Royal Rumble. So, I mean, it's I don't think it's any coincidence that, you know, it's my favorite event. Uh, but that being said, um, yeah, before the stipulation of, you know, the winner will challenge the, the WWF, WWE champion, uh, the champion did enter the Rumble. You know, Hulk Hogan won a Royal Rumble as the WWF champion. Uh, but people are like, yeah, but that's before that stipulation. Good. That's why they haven't done it until now. You know what I mean? It was a shock. Uh, it was a surprise that Brock Lesnar would be number one in the Royal Rumble. Isn't that all you need? It's like intriguing. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what that means. What happens if Brock Lesnar wins the entire Royal Rumble? It's just going to make him look like a dick. It's going to make him look like a dick. Like, oh, well, he won the Royal Rumble and there is nobody to challenge for the title at WrestleMania, which gives us big question marks for WrestleMania, which is a good thing. As opposed, sometimes, like, I liked when they did the 40-man Rumble. I liked in 2016 when the WWE Championship was on the line in the Rumble. These little variations of the Royal Rumble always create a, a really interesting match. I don't, I don't know why anyone has a problem with Brock Lesnar being the Rumble. I mean, come on. I, I see a couple scenarios. I mean, to me, whoever, assuming that he does get eliminated, whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar is going to be a made man. Whether it be somebody new, whether it be a Matt Riddle from NXT, yeah. whether it be a returning Edge. I've heard rumors of Edge possibly coming back. You know, imagine Metalingus hits at number 30. He comes out and throws out Brock Lesnar. That's a big deal. And then you got a feud right there. So whoever throws out Brock Lesnar is going to be feuding with him. I mean, that's a big deal. He threw out. He has claimed to say, I threw out the WWE champion in the Royal Rumble. Whether he wins or not, let's say somebody else wins and then goes on to challenge The Fiend. Whoever threw out Brock Lesnar says, okay, I deserve a title match at WrestleMania for the WWE championship because I threw out the WWE champion. I made him look like a bitch. You know what I mean? And it's a big deal. Triple threat. <laughs> or Brock Lesnar wins. And Brock Lesnar challenges the Fiend for the Universal title and says, I want all the gold. Like, we don't know. The thing is, we don't know. And that's a good thing. Wrestling marks like Twitter and social media is sometimes so detrimental to people because people who predate the Royal Rumble, like, don't know about the early Royal Rumbles and the WWF champion being in the Royal Rumbles are like, this is a horrible idea. He's champion. Why would he be in the Rumble? You know what a good, really good heel is? Really good heel? It's someone who doesn't get anybody to like him. So if Brock Lesnar is, is a heel and Brock Lesnar says, you know why I want to be in the Royal Rumble? Because there's nobody worthy of challenging me for the title, so I might as well throw out 29 other guys and show you why I'm the man. Isn't that a perfect heel that he's so cocky that he enters the Royal Rumble when he doesn't need to? Just, just to prove himself? Just to show everybody that he's Brock Lesnar, he's the beast. Guys, stop being so like, stop being playing Booker. People are booking stuff and they they're like, this doesn't make sense. This this is stupid without letting it play out. Now, did they already announce who number two was? No. Or no, not yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there's so much. Service. Right. There's there's intrigue there. Like, what if, like, number two is Goldberg? You know what I mean? I'm just giving you a bad example. What if number two is Goldberg? He just spears the crap out of Lesnar, throws him out in, like, two seconds. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, they should do that with, like, Nia Jax. But could you imagine if number two was, like, the returning edge, like, right away, and yeah. he's just staring off at Brock Lesnar? Like, Guys, this there there's a potential for this to be a huge Royal Rumble. You know, in my heart of hearts, if I if I could pick somebody, I would love if Drew McIntyre came out and just like beat up Brock Lesnar and 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 went on to WrestleMania to fight for the WWE Championship. I, I see signs of Drew McIntyre. I don't know what they're doing with him in the last couple of weeks, but you know he's they've been giving him the mic, and it seems like they're not giving him scripted promos. To, at least in my opinion, I don't know for sure, but he's you know being a little bit quirky with the crowd uh even as a heel and i love it like drew drew mcintyre is actually getting the show personality i i almost don't like that drew mcintyre was just a stoic like you know the scotsman and just like standing there like i'll kick your ass like he's got a personality and it's showing uh which is great which is great man oh yeah man I'm excited for drew mcintyre in the rumble 
he's definitely going to be there. Oh, we also had some crazy returns that I kind of missed out on. But uh, we had Mr. Brogue kick. Wait, wait. Before uh, I say, let me let me yeah. let me address this in the chat. Sorry, hold uh-huh. on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody says, "Don't you think Lesnar winning the entire Rumble would be the worst creative decision in history?" No, I don't. Like that's the thing. I don't because if he it, it, this I think in kayfabe, your WWE champion should be better than everybody else. So in kayfabe, if the, it makes more sense if the WWE champion wins the Royal Rumble. However, I think smart money is that something's going to happen to Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. And, uh, I mean, again, it goes back to, I think somebody's going to be a made man after this rumble when it comes to Brock. What were you saying, Brandon? I'm sorry. I I was reading that question. Uh, no, 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 that, no, that's good. Um, no, I was saying that we had some other people come back. We had, uh, Seamus back freaking, uh, Morrison. Dude, dude that was such a uh, weird, that SmackDown episode yeah. was really good. Uh, we had a couple returns, like you said. Yeah. We had Sheamus coming out, and the only thing I, I I'm gonna be blunt, man. I, I'm a big Sheamus fan. I I love I love Sheamus. I love the return to the classic character. This is the one that me and Brandon used to mark out over. Um, FCW, well, right? The FCW one <laughs> that we used to see in Tampa. But uh, what I didn't like was that he came back in the same exact manner that he did in 2015. If you remember, he came out, you know, made like. In 2015, got the heels out of the ring and then like just bro kicked Daniel Bryan. He did literally the same exact thing, but but with Shorty G, uh, this go around and then turned heel on him, even though it looked like he was coming back babyface. And it's like it's literally the same exact formula. And I don't think Sheamus deserved that. I think I think they could have been a little bit more creative with his return, um, than to just do the same thing he did four years ago. My opinion. All right. Not even five years ago. I didn't realize how long Sheamus has had that uh that character. That's crazy. Yeah, like man. like you really think about it when he was his classic character from two thousand nine to two thousand fourteen. You know what I mean? That's six years in on the main roster. He had the other character with the Mohawk for five. It doesn't feel that long. It really doesn't. But dang man. Yeah. But John Morrison. John Morrison, a lot of people gave this one shit. They were like, Well, shouldn't he just came back in the rumble? Dude, people, uh, people can't be yeah. happy. People can't be happy. <laughs> if he had just come back in the Rumble, this yeah. let me tell you exactly what would have happened. They would have said, I don't know why they put John Morrison in the Rumble. He's not even going to win. <laughs> if he doesn't win, this was a stupid way to bring him back because they bring him back like this and makes him look weak. That's, ex- that's exactly the response we would have gotten because people, people can't just randomly return in the Rumble uh. if they're not winning, apparently. AJ Styles got eliminated halfway through the, his debut. Does anyone remember that? Kevin Owens eliminated AJ Styles? No. What you remember is that AJ freaking Styles debuted in the Royal Rumble and challenged for the WWE Championship. That's what you remember. Guys, don't take this wrestling thing so seriously, guys. It's it's like I don't I don't understand. Like everybody books everyone wants everyone wants to play fantasy booker, yet for some reason, literally no scenario will bring them pleasure. Damn gatekeepers. But any you don't like the gatekeepers? Dude, I love professional wrestling. I'm not even a gatekeeper. Right. Like, they posted, uh, like, like I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but Kushida uh-huh. is uh, teaming with Alex Shelley at uh, the Dusty Rhodes Classic. And they posted an article on Alex Shelley, which, by the way, awesome that Alex Shelley is coming to the WWE. But they posted an article like, who is Alex Shelley? And a lot of people were like, this is, you see, if you're a WWE marker, you don't know who Alex Shelley is. And it's like, guys, 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 guys. <laughs> <laughs> most of us smarks know who alex shelley is we've seen him in new japan pro wrestling the time splitters with kushida we've seen him in the motor city machine guns in in tna we know who alex shelley is but there are fans who don't go explore outside of the wwe bubble who need to know who alex shelley is people like brandon brandon has no idea who alex shelley is wait did i see him in Tell them yeah. not to stop acting. Brandon, Brandon, yes. The real saw. company. The That's real, right, baby. Well, yeah. TNA. TNA. Take that. TNA was freaking doing, what, 2 million viewers? Here we go. Over 2 million viewers. Russo was right in the TV. Back when uh, back when everyone it. had cable. Yeah, ba- it, back bro. when everyone had cable. But anyway. Um, slept on TNA. But no, and there's also little kids who... You know, they might be nine or ten years old. They don't have any idea who Alex Shelley is if they haven't seen him in TNA in ten years. You know, ten years ago, they weren't even alive back then. I mean, guys, it's like it's like guys. I get it. Like you want to be passionate fans, but you don't have to like hate on everything. Do we know what uh, Chris Saban's up to? 
well, I thought Alex Shelley and Chris Saban had both retired uh, from what oh, I heard. Dang. So, so I mean, I'm, I was shocked to see Alex Shelley in there, man. Chris Saban, man, I really... If I could go back in time, I really wish WWE had brought in a prime Motor City Machine Guns uh, to NXT or WWE or whatever um, because they deserved it. Um, but speaking of uh, prime, uh, we were talking about uh, one thing I did want to touch on is uh, Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement, uh, which was pretty damn emotional. Uh, without going into it, I'm sure you all saw it. But uh, what a legend. What a legend, Jushin Thunder Liger. No one's ever going to duplicate that the career that that man has had uh i'm glad he find you know he got at least one match in wwe umbrella yeah you know nxt versus uh tyler breeze uh he no stir no uh stone left unturned in his career uh jushin thunder liger has done it all and he deserves he deserves a happy retirement um hall of fame he's a guy like he's a guy that it doesn't matter what he did in wwe he he would deserve to go in their hall of fame because he's just he's just an absolute legend um but yeah i mean i don't think anytime soon but yeah one day they'll put him in the hall of fame absolutely of course they will um you know he didn't did he ever go to tna no i think he skipped that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i feel like he had a match in tna he probably did. No, but yeah, like... Brandon's just racist. He uh, he just he's he's confusing uh, he's confusing Okada. Kabuki Warrior number one. Yeah, number two. Slam Hub Wrestling wants to know what's the status of us going to the New Japan show in Tampa. Brandon doesn't even know that there is a new what? Japan new show Japan in Tampa. Tampa. You see, that is, is uh, that is that is that is news to Brandon. All right. Wait, Kenny's definitely going to be there, right? I mean, you got to do it. What, just because I'm half Asian, I got to go to the yeah, Japan because, show? Yeah, because, yeah, one, you got to support your people. Wow. Two, this is like your your brand, your pocket. <laughs> you know, you got a lot of people, that, they want to know your opinion. Yeah, unbelievable, Brandon. Unbelievable. He's going to be there, more than likely. I just, I just can't <laughs> believe, man. Brandon, Brandon really showed his true colors of, of friendship, man. <laughs> and then we went, to, we went to get a bite of Bahama Breeze after knockout wrestling. And this guy, you know. Uh, He's like, oh man, it's it's too cold out here. I can't believe you brought me. It's too Dude, cold. It's freezing out. I didn't have the Brandon, I have Brandon had a sweatshirt on. on. I had a t shirt on, and Brandon was complaining about how cold it was. Bro, I what was dying, man. I was freezing out. He made me sit outside. He was, was wearing a sweater, and I was wearing a t shirt. And he was. But to Kitty's credit, he did move to the heaters. Because I'm a good yeah, friend. And, uh, because yeah. I'm a good friend, I went, yeah. on, I went to the heaters. <laughs> And then Brandon still complained that it was cold. Freaking <laughs> those guy. Those heaters are good. I like those fries. The fries were good. We'll say that. <laughs> Super random. Yeah. By the way, Brandon. But what yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, oh, what was this? Uh, I don't know if you you if you saw this or not, but What's that? this little thing with uh, CM Punk and The Miz. Oh, The Miz, when he's like, sorry to change the culture on uh on uh, wwe backstage and he says why don't you yeah. go suck a dick or what did he say <laughs> yeah. what was his exact words yeah uh, yeah, yeah uh they were fine oh okay he's like go suck a blood money covered dick in saudi arabia you fucking dork <laughs> why, did, why, why did he get so mad obviously yeah. the Miz, i saw the clip and of course like it was very obvious right. that, that that the miz was just being like facetious and saying like right. i'm sorry i'm not as good as a surprise as that. So I have yeah. a feeling that CM Punk, because obviously he deleted. No, he deleted the tweet. I have a feeling that CM Punk heard what the Miz said from someone, as opposed to actually seeing the clip. And obviously, if you see, you hear it, uh, it sounds worse than it is. But if you see the clip, you you know that the Miz was obviously kidding. And then, uh, you know, the Miz did main event of WrestleMania, and CM Punk didn't. But anyway, damn, <laughs> dude, yeah, how did, isn't that crazy that, that happened? Like, even though Miz is money, like it's crazy. Still, it's crazy it's in crazy hindsight. No, it. yeah, it's crazy, especially if if he never comes back. Uh, it's crazy right, yeah. in hindsight that uh, the Miz has main evented a uh, WrestleMania, and CM Punk has not. That is crazy to think about. I mean, what would you do if number 30 was CM Punk and he came yeah, out and kicked out Brock Lesnar? It's like, dude, yeah. dude, there's so much possibilities. But the problem is uh, sometimes we get disappointed, man, because the Rumble is that one <laughs> yeah. that one event that, like, everything goes through your head. And you're like, oh, this can happen. That can happen. And then you're like, no way Jose no- is going to come out at 30. Yeah, number 30 is like, no, wait, Jose. And then Brock's like, yeah. Brock's like, I don't give a shit about your kids. And then, 
He just throws himself out. He's like, yeah. I'm through with this. Well, goddamn uh, pal, goddamn pal, that GCW <laughs> crap. Did you see what uh, Jim Cornette had said about GCW? There's this really choreographed, I can't remember the name of the wrestlers, but there's this really choreographed segment of like, you know, a lot of moves going on. And Cornette yeah. was like, yeah, this is this, you know, look at this crappy wrestling, you know. And for once, I actually agreed with him, you know, like a lot of people don't realize I'm actually oh, a wrestling. Yeah. I'm actually a wrestling purist at, at, in the heart of me. It's like uh, I talked about it. We were I was ranting when yeah, we were watching AEW. Um, I was ranting about it. Like, it's like you people know, don't wrestle no gimmicks, brother. Yeah, I was like, people don't wrestle because <laughs> okay. So, like, so, so for context, like uh, I had that. seen a match that I yeah. I was like, well, people don't wrestle their gimmicks, goddamn pal. <laughs> uh, for context, I I, yeah. I saw Hulk just, yeah. well, damn it, Brandon, stop cutting I'm me sorry, off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. No, I was saying I always thought you were a, a work rate guy, actually, because really, I remember you say yeah, because I remember you being like, you know. uh What's the Shawn, even though Shawn Michaels is, you know, Shawn Michaels, yeah, it makes sense because like, Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels AJ, like Styles, yeah, AJ, AJ Styles, AJ Styles, and Eddie Guerrero. Right. It's like three guys that are like completely about their work rate. Yeah, like work rate guys. But, so I thought that was your thing. So, so yeah, it's weird when you, I guess it's weird when you say it like that because, yeah, my, my top three are all about their work rate. But it's also so my thing and, and what I was explaining to Brandon is that I don't, I'm not a fan of guys whose work rate doesn't fit their gimmick. And uh, what it what this stemmed from is I had seen a match of Hulk Hogan versus the Great Muda, and I was tweeting about it yesterday. And uh, basically, I was like, Hogan was a genius because Hogan could work whatever style he wanted to. And uh, a lot of people were like, yeah, you see, WWE limits their style. And it's like, no, it's not WWE that limits the style. It's that Hogan knew that all he had to do for American crowds is, is basically, you know, his strengths stuff. The body slam, the leg drop, and then he just had to cup the ear, and the fans would go crazy when he was posing. Like he understood that, but he understood that if he went to Japan to face the great Muda, he didn't, he couldn't do that. The crowd wasn't gonna accept him going, huh? <laughs> you know, and, and putting the cup to the the ear. They wanted to see him wrestle and do arm locks and arm bars and things like that. And Hogan could work that style. He was trained by Hiro Matsuda. You know what I mean? He was trained by by Japanese legends. You know what I mean? So, so. My thing was, I was talking about The Undertaker and how in his early days, The Undertaker didn't move much. And The Undertaker was very slow and methodical. And I almost told Brandon, I said, it doesn't make sense that he moves so much later in his career now where he's older. He could get away with moving, you know, slow. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a work rate guy. I'm not a work rate guy. I, I'm a work rate guy when the character calls for AJ Styles. It matches. Shawn Michaels, it matches. Eddie Guerrero, it matches. But then you got a guy like perhaps a Seth Rollins being a heel right now. I don't think Seth Rollins should be doing flippy shit, quote unquote. <laughs> I think Seth Rollins should really be playing up his character more. You know what I mean? So just as a bad example, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, like I'm not the biggest fan of Will Ospreay, which I think a lot I'm going to get heat for. I know I'm going to get heat for that. Um you know, the Will Ospreay versus Ricochet match from years ago. I mean, I, that should have been your hint right there. Brandon showed me that match. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I don't know if I accept this. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, that being said, you know, I'm I'm fans of, of people like like Abushi. You know what I mean? He's he's great. Like, I, I like that. that he, I don't like that he neck bumps. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. My thing is, like, if you have a gimmick that that would be more enhanced by working a slower style. I talk about a Randy Orton, for example. I think that was the one I, I mentioned. Yeah. A Cody Rhodes, for example. They they are better work off working a slower, methodical style. They don't need to do high spots as much as they need to do explosive movements. Drew McIntyre is another one I pointed out. I'm just a fan of, of wrestling. I mean, honest, honest to God. I mean, I'm a fan of all kinds of styles. I appreciate The Rock just as much as I appreciate Shawn Michaels. You know, and I don't, I think The Rock wasn't the best worker per se. I, I know people who think the macho man Randy Savage wasn't a good worker, but they did exactly what they needed to do for their gimmicks. The, Rock's, the Rock had flashy moves, just flamboyant moves, moves like the people's elbow, <laughs> which wasn't really a goddamn move. Right. Move. It was just like, it was just all show. 
that's what he needed. The macho man would just go like this, you know, do a finger and just like, like he, he did more double axe handles than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you know, is more better. Oh God, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> the Miz is a good example. I mean, the Miz could yeah. go in the ring, but he, he works a slower style that fits his character. I mean, it's yeah. just, I can appreciate those things. I can I, I don't uh, know. I don't know why people have, yeah. not everybody has to do all flippy shits and jump off ropes and kill each other. All the time, you know. But, right. Yeah. Oh, there's another thing you you kind of <laughs> had a little problem with on the show was uh, the the segment with Mox and Jericho, and uh, I, I they, wouldn't say I wouldn't say I had a problem with it. Uh, you I was them better. Right, I was yeah, I was actually think? a fan of the segment. I right. thought it was really well. Like, look, let me give its praise before I give the critique. Mm. Um. I thought that Moxley, which Brandon didn't see, by the way, Brandon had irritated. I think <laughs> the reason I was so irritated with AEW this week had nothing to do with AEW. It had everything to do with the fact that Brandon was asleep for every segment but the MJF segment. For some reason, Brandon was wide awake for the MJF segment. MJF uh, is money. Right, MJF is a virgin, apparently. Um, as a virgin, that's right. As the sign said. But no, no, the Moxley segment, when he was talking about, Jericho, you don't know me. Uh, you don't know, I'm not about these things. I'm not about the 4GT. I'm not about the money. I'm not about this. I'm not about that. That's exactly why I'm joining the inner circle. It was such a good, like, misdirection. Because you're like, for a second, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> He's joining the inner circle? And of course, you know, I said from the minute... He was walking down, and, I, and this is obvious. I don't think I'm special here. From the minute he had the jacket pulled all the way up, I was like, oh, no, he's wearing a shirt. Um, so he joins the inner circle, and there's a part of me in hindsight that's like, I guess it was good how long they went because it almost felt like they were going to end it like that. But they took a while to before the swerve was revealed, and it was just a, a lot of, of mocks, mocks and and talking about you know just promoing and talking and talking and it's like the show felt like it should have ended so there's a couple things it's like i feel like they could have done a better job with the swerve especially since he grabbed a gimmick bottle like you know what i mean like it was very obvious like he grabbed a different champagne bottle and uh i was like "Uh oh he's gonna smash him in the head with it but it was like also like i said i think the quote i said was you know sometimes wwe gets it right because I feel like, you know, if this were WWE, what they would have done is they would have left it to linger. So they would have left Moxley in the group to end the show. My opinion, maybe this is what they should have done. Uh, they should have ended the show with Moxley in the inner circle. And then so you get a week of vignettes of like Moxley, you know, hanging out with the inner circle and playing it up. Then when you come in, like the next week, you can end the show with Jericho going, so why'd you join the inner circle? And then he goes, Chris, I don't I don't think you listened to a word I said. I'm not about the GT. I'm not about this. Mm-hmm. I'm about this world title. Bam! You know, and just that's when you swerve that and just you can start the feud. So I feel I feel like the way I said it was like they blew their load too quickly. And it's like you could have stretched this thing out. And again, I'm just I liked it, so I'm not saying it was a bad segment. I'm just saying I thought it could have been done a little bit better if I had to critique it. Uh, just my opinion. Just my opinion. I, I think the thing with AEW, um, I'm so critical of AEW because I want it to succeed. I don't want it to come across like Bush League. I don't want them to be perceived as a lesser promotion. I want them you know, to be on par with WWE. Uh, so that's why I give them a little bit more criticism. Um, because it'll just make, to me, it's like, I want them to do better. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's just my opinion. Well, the good thing is they were, uh, they won in the ratings. Right. And, and, you know, it's funny. I think I jokingly said something like, oh God, like if NXT wins in the ratings again, like I almost was like, I I hope they don't win. And I'm talking about NXT. Uh, luckily they didn't AEW, AEW won this round. Um, they need more wins. They need more W's. I mean, I, I really hope the show gets better. I wasn't, I don't want to say I was disgruntled with AEW last night, um, but I, I did, I didn't It was mainly like because it. me sleeping. I yeah. think it was just really you <laughs> yeah. sleeping because, you know, the Chris Statlander stuff was good. Uh, one thing I did say, and, you know, I'm maybe I'm not in a position to talk, but when we were talking about uh, the Nightmare Collective and Brandy Rhodes was on commentary, I was a little bit critical of her 
on commentary because she was like saying something like, oh, I don't want to see this match. I hate like I, I don't like these two. And it was like to me, I felt like there was a subtle line between her burying the match and her coming across as a heel. Like it's all about subtleties to me. So I don't think she should have said, oh, I don't want to see this. This is stupid. I think she should have been like, no, I'm not here to see Chris Statlander. What were you talking about? She didn't, she doesn't want to join us. I don't care. Because then the subtlety is like she's a delusional heel who's really out there to scout uh, Statlander, but it's almost like a scorn ex-girlfriend. Oh, no, I don't like him anymore. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. So so to me, she should have been more of that as opposed to trying to bury the talent because I feel like she was like burying Riho and, and Chris Statlander a little bit. Uh, again, Again, I'm just giving AEW harsher feedback because I want them to do better, you know? Well, yeah. There's no Hopefully saving. I, there's no saving Brock Lesnar. I'm not going to give Brock the, the harsh criticism. <laughs> Brock is going to win the Royal Rumble. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. Call my shot, Brandon. Blow my load early. I think number. I think whoever number thirty is is going to win the Royal Rumble, because I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think number thirty, whoever a surprise entrant. Whether it's a young and up-and-coming NXT guy, whether it's a return of somebody, I think number 30 is winning the Royal Rumble. You heard it here first. Whoever loses has to, uh, <laughs> pump, the other guy's has air. to pump air into the other guy's tires. <laughs> All right? Fantastic. But, Brandon, as we start to wrap this episode up, brother, brother, yes, any, fin- any final thoughts? So, yeah, wow, the chat is actually saying they a couple of them liked NXT better than AEW, so now I have to go watch oh, AEW, uh, AEW, uh, NXT. <laughs> yeah. I want to see AEW again, brother, brother. He's gonna watch it again. Well, Brandon, anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Well, you think? I guess it's dead now, but or it just seems like it anyway. Do you think they're gonna do some tie-in between AEW and New Japan, or do they just not even need to do that? I don't know. I mean, I mean, obviously they had uh, Jericho with AEW title in New Japan. I mean. I don't I don't think a working relationship would be bad. Um, but at this point, I mean, I'm just willing to kind of let it kind of see what happens. Mm. Um I I think New Japan, if they want to be involved in the States, they should involve AEW. And I think if AEW wants to be involved in Japan, they should involve New Japan. Um that's just my opinion. So so it just depends on what they want to do. So Damn right. Tony Storm looked great. Everybody looks great. Riho, she's going to be doing great things in Japan. This is good. This is a good new year. Brandon, We're bringing it in. Brandon, uh, so I don't have the graphic prepared, but we do have our yeah. new new logo shirt. If anybody wants to go ahead and go get uh, your new logo shirt, it's prowrestlingtees.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Uh, if you look on the shirt, if you read the words behind, there are some hidden messages it, behind a Kenny for your thoughts logo. <laughs> Uh, about Brandon and and oh, myself, uh, Kenny's put subliminals out there. I, yeah, there are subliminals uh, out there. Um, but before we go, I did want to leave you with, with a with a quote, and uh, the quote is especially this time of year. It says, "Making fun of a fat person at the gym <laughs> is like making fun of a, at a uh, making fun of a homeless person at a job fair." Don't make fun of people who are trying to better themselves, guys. I know there are. This is the time of year you go to the gym and there are a lot of resolutionists there. Let them be there. They want to better themselves. Don't be the person that sits there and says, well, they shouldn't be here. They're just not going to be here in a month. Let me get back to what I'm doing. It's like, guys, always support people who want to better themselves, whether it's in the gym, whether it's mentally, financially, in a relationship, whatever. If they fail, good on them for trying. Brandon doesn't try. Brandon doesn't try to, <laughs> to better himself in any way. That's why I'm so critical of him. But it goes back to AEW. That's, That's why, why I never fail. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, thank you for listening to Yeah, yeah the chat says, can Brandon have a new mentality? Oh, so people are asking what people yeah. are asking if you have what does the limp fish mean? So that that's the question we have in the chat. And I've said it before. Uh, the limp fish is the respectful worker's handshake. And go back a couple episodes ago, I think it was a CM Punk uh, breaks the internet episode and he explained what the limp fish means. 
guys, thank you so much. Before you leave, smash that like button. Subscribe to us on youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. And we'll see you next week. Probably next week, Thursday. But we'll let you know. We're back on YouTube Live, brother, brother. The Twitch experiment is over. <laughs> no more Twitch. You know what you should do on Twitch, bro? You should Twitch uh, some 2K19 gameplay. Yeah, yeah Brandon, you heard, you heard Brandon say 2K19, not 2K20. But we can't afford 2K20. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching episode 62. Have a good night.